We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So we're going to pull up some Jay Nosbury film because we realized yet last night when we were talking about what we wanted to talk about today on the show that we've never watched Jay Nosbury together as right. a duo. So we're going to get into that film. Also going to do a mailbag at the end. We're going to be starring questions throughout. So if there's any questions that pop up, you can pop them in now. But if not, you can hold them until the end. So we're obviously talking about, I mean, Brian, he's a fan, you're a fan favorite of his, sure. right? I mean, he's a fantastic football player. Out of the state of Louisiana, out of University Lab, which is right on LSU's campus, really talented football player. And I guess maybe a good way to start is where things kind of stand with yeah. Jay Osbury, I guess would be a good spot yeah. maybe to start out with. So I'll kick it over to you, Brian. I'll just say, you know, I, I think that as long as this one ends sometime in the sure. near future, I feel really good about where Notre Dame stands currently. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So Notre Dame has really done a great job with this recruitment. We've we've been talking about it for a while. We have gone from there's no way they're getting a kid from university, Baton Rouge University High School. There, wait a minute, hold on. His dad played linebacker at LSU. Oh yeah, it's not happening. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. His dad still works at LSU. No, no <laughs> chance. Nope, not happening. And they've really done a great job. And and you know you follow you know we always say follow kids' feet, right? And they made multiple visits to Notre Dame. His brother visited last year, Austin. Notre Dame thought about making a run at Austin, decided not to. Honestly, I would have. Uh, I liked him better as a player than Jaden Bellamy, for example. I would have made a run at Austin Osbury. And and I, I would try to find a legal way to let the family know that if he jumps in the portal over the next year, we'd be interested <laughs> as long as he takes, you know, certain classes. Uh, you know, I, I would be interested in that. He's a good football player. Uh, I was – uh, you, you just kind of see that more he visits, he comes for a camp, they come back for a game, then they come for an unofficial this spring. And then, you know, it just, then he comes back for an official this summer. And Notre Dame is just slowly kind of climbed up the list. Other schools involved, LSU's involved, Auburn's involved, obviously Texas A&M, Michigan. And Notre Dame has just really done a great job there. And I think that his last two visits and Ryan, I'm trying to remember, uh, I got to go back. I got to go back to, uh, his list here real quick and see where he is. I forget when he, his second visit, did he come for the spring game? I think he came for the spring game, correct? I believe so. I believe so. I'll double and, check, but I believe and so. I'm looking at it now. So he, no, it was in March 18th. He was going to try to come back for the spring game. Ended up not coming back. Came back in July. He was here for March 18th. They were sort of in that top group when he was, when he was uh, kind of going through it. And then when that March 18th visit is when Notre Dame really pulled ahead. And that was his first chance to meet Al Golden. That has helped. And one thing that's helped his recruitment is Al Washington was already recruiting him when he was at Ohio State. He liked Jaden Osbury a lot and was recruiting him at Ohio State. Then he And then Marcus Freeman was recruiting Jaden Osbury for the last year at Notre Dame. Well, then mm-hmm. Al Washington comes to Notre Dame. And so now you've got two guys that he has a great relationship with. And then Al Golden comes in, and he sell, he's got the NFL background and all that. And I think that's the thing to put Notre Dame over the top. And coming out of the of the the visit to in in June June Ryan Notre Dame's mm-hmm. been in pole position. We have yep. said for a long time that Notre Dame is his clear leader. And despite him saying he was going to take it into the sum into the fall, we have felt that there's a chance that he is going to commit this summer. Yeah. Well, now you're seeing everybody else kind of catching up to that. And that's kind of where there's a flurry of Jaden Osbury news is everybody else is kind of reporting what we've been saying for the last month. And I'm not saying that to be snippy or flippant. I'm just, you know, reminding people as we talk about Jaden Osbury, 
that we do feel there was a, there was always a chance to get him to commit. To your point, Ryan, if he chooses not to commit this summer, then it gets a little bit hairy. All the yep. intel we have had is that we do think at some point in time he's going to kind of do what Jaden Greathouse did, which is I just woke up every morning and it kept being the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. And eventually you just kind of say, you know what, this is where I want to be. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's about changing your original. The original plan was wait. Jaden Gray, Gray, Greathouse's original plan was wait. Tobias Merriweather had a similar thing last summer where he was going to commit in December, but it was like it was so obvious where he was going to go. Why string it along? I sure. do anticipate something. I do think there's a good chance something like, like that could happen with Jaden Osbury. Uh, is it pending and like meaning like over the next week, you guys should be hitting refresh all the time? No, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it'd be something as we get kind of closer to um, to, to fall camp and things like that is, is when I think maybe something like that could happen. But Notre Dame is in great position. And the funny thing is, you know, I, I have a friend of mine who literally like sends me like he'll just send me screenshots of everything reported about Notre Dame targets. And uh, it's always funny when he sends me the ones on Jay Nosbury because no matter who it's from, they always say Notre Dame's the leader, but we think our school's second. Notre Dame's the leader. And so everybody thinks they're number two, but they all admit the same thing, that Notre Dame's the leader. And so uh, he's a kid that I thought as we've kind of spent a lot of time on the committed players and things like that, we want to look at some of these uncommitted kids. So, you know, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk today about Jaden. We're going to have another recruiting show probably Wednesday. Uh, Since Vince is on vacation, we're going to do an extra recruiting show this week. And we'll talk Ronan Hannafin on Wednesday. And then probably next Monday, we'll break down Jeremiah Love's film and just look at some of these uncommitted kids, dive into their film. And then after that, we'll then start moving on to 2024 players. Yeah. Uh, but we did want to make sure we didn't move on too quickly. Wait, did you say Vince is on vacation? I thought I was the only on one that took vacations. No, nope. you're on vacation this week. And then Sean Styers is going on vacation next week. You know who's not going on vacation? This guy. Not by choice. <laughs> not <laughs> not by choice. choice. <laughs> I wish I could go on a vacation. I don't think I've gone on a, a real um, – my vacations are going to Virginia to visit family and then working and doing shows the whole time that I'm there. Sure. But at least I'm in a different sp- place, uh, place working. So that's that's the equivalent of a Brian vacation. But I'm hoping yeah. to, I'm hoping that, you know, the guys that I've worked – that I've hired are do a great – such a great job I feel comfortable going on a vacation. I'm getting closer. Closer, very closer. That's fair. So let's. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at with Jaden Ryan, and and if you, he's got a very interesting recruiting profile, uh, which we were kind of talking about earlier. I want to I want to show that because he's a guy with some very interesting rankings. He is ranked 32nd by ESPN. He's ranked 80th by Rivals. Both have him as the number four linebacker in the country, which I think I'd have him somewhere in between those two. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to quite have him at 32 just because of his size. I, I don't I don't I would have him probably a little higher than 80. He's, he'd be in the tween, in between there for me. And then 247 dropped him to, uh, let's see here, they dropped him to 198. And he was previously in the top 100. He was originally, uh, the last rankings update, he was 94th. They dropped him to 198. And then on three dropped him from 171 to 219. So at least they had him lower anyway. Sure. Uh, but he's now 219 for them. He is now 19th at linebacker from on three and 17th at linebacker from 247. So quite a quite a big rankings variation there for, for old Jaden Osbury. So there's 16 linebackers in the country better than Jaden Osbury. That's uh it's an interesting take, man. It's an interesting yeah. take. I, I mean, yeah. like he's fourth on the others. I, I could name four that I, I could make a case for being higher than him. Sure. Sure. You know, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like you, Anthony Hill, Darian Gallette. I mean, there's some guys you look and say, okay, I get that one. But mm-hmm. he's without question to me a top 10 linebacker for sure. And I'd probably 100%. rank him kind of in the middle. So 
that's kind of where we have him uh, ranked Ryan at this point in time, really talented player, a, a guy that's been a, a must get for Notre Dame. And, and let's try and talk a little bit about that neat, that first two run before we dive into the film of why, why is Notre Dame recruiting Jay Osbury? You know, yeah. like we haven't ranked as a top 50 player or, or IB does of me. I don't, I don't know where Ryan's grade is on him at mm-hmm. this point in time. I know you like him, but I don't know if you have him quite that high. Um, yeah. where, like, where would you kind of, I, I would have him as a top 75 kid. Yeah. So like, we're, yeah, we're in the same yeah. ballpark. You know, I'm like yeah. 40 to 60, you're 75. That's the same ballpark. Sure. Uh, so the reason they're recruiting him is because I, I do think with Josh Burnham moving to defensive end, I think there is a need for another linebacker in this class especially one with a little bit of flexibility. And I see, I see Jaden as a Rover will type of player Rover. Now I could see him eventually being a will just as he fills out and gets stronger and those type of things. But I also think he's a kid that runs well enough and covers well enough that he could be a, a definitely stay at Rover. And, and I think that's where they see him where, you know, Drake bone could be a Rover, but we both agree. He's a will that could maybe potentially be an athletic Mike. Yeah. Preston Zinter's a Mike who can maybe play some will I think there is a need for a guy that can come in and add depth to that rover spot. As, you know, because Jalen Sneed's there now. Nolan Ziegler could play there now, but Nolan's already inside, and Jalen could eventually move inside too, perhaps, or he could stay there. So there's a lot of different options there, but they want a guy that can run and cover. That's mm-hmm. what they're looking for. And, you know, as, we, as we'll see on film, the one thing about Jaden Osbury is he can flat-out run and he can cover. And I read an On3 article yesterday uh, that, that a buddy sent me where – they have him. He was the best linebacker in the at the future fifty in coverage, and they raved about how well he covers. So it sounds like he had a, a really good weekend this past weekend as well. Yeah. Now he's for me, it makes total sense as far as the fit into the class. Like you said, Preston Zinter is that true Mike, and that's kind of he's not going to stray too far out of there. I, I could even see Preston Zinter maybe eventually growing into a Viper, depending on what his body can hold. Like I think that that's very possible. But then you're talking about Drake Bowen, who Again, maybe he could get some run at Rover, but more than likely he's a will long-term. So there is no true Rover in the class. And I think Jay Nosbury, at least short-term, could fill that role. No doubt about it. I do agree, though. I think long-term he's a will. I think he's going to be best mm-hmm. served inside because I think his instincts and his explosiveness inside, like yeah. I think he's just – honestly, I think he's just too instinctual to keep out of the yeah. box. Like I think that he just reads blocks so well and he just flows to the football so well. And we'll see that obviously on film, but – I think it's a, I think if we could say, well, not one thing, but it, one thing that we could definitely say definitively is when Marcus Freeman came and bore Brian, he was like, I need to get more athletic on the second level. Right. Like right. this team needs to get more athletic on the second level. And you have now in a two year span gotten guys like Jalen Sneed and Nolan Ziegler and potentially Jane Osbury. We'll see how that mm-hmm. obviously turns out if they're able to close and Drake Bowen. So they are getting some, really athletic dudes right. on the second level. Like guys that could potentially play a little Rover, could play yeah. a little Will. Like they could play all over. And different types of athletes. Yes. That's the thing too. Like one of the questions that we got from John A1 was how does Osbury compare to Jalen Sneed athletically? Very different. You know, Jalen is an explosive vertical guy. Jalen Sneed is. Jaden Osbury is more of a smooth. He can yes. be explosive, but he's smooth. He's got great hips. I think Nolan Ziegler is a lot like Jalen Sneed, both very explosive guys. Josh Burnham was more of a smooth and fluid and rangy guy. I think I think Junior Tualamaka is more that way too. You know, fluid, you know, looser hips, and you'd think a bigger guy to have uh, instinctual and all those type of things. So it's a different type of athlete as well. Which and Drake, uh, Drake Bowen is an explosive guy. 
that can also flip his hips and run. Drake's a yes. little bit unique. He's a different kind of cat. Uh, I, th- I, think- I think, and I think that you highlighted it, right? Because, I mean, honestly, I think he could be a rover. I think he could be a will. And he could eventually, like you said, yeah. be a speedy Mike. Like he could yeah. play all three eventually. And, and there aren't, there. I, I honestly don't, I think the only other guy that I could say could maybe do all three would be Nolan Ziegler. Just because he's got such, but he's 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 not as thick as as Drake was at the same age. Nolan's got to fill out a lot to get to that point. But I think he's eventually could get there. But he's more of a rover will right now, and and that's what makes Drake unique. And that's why Jaden Allsbury would be such a good fit if Notre Dame can close this thing out and get him. Is he would fit in really well with the group that they have now and with the class that he would be jumping in on because there is that positional flexibility where. As you can see, Marcus Freeman and, and now Al Golden, they're not recruiting guys that are just, you're a Mike, you're a Will. With the exception of Junior, they can all legitimately grade out as Notre Dame caliber starters at two spots. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Every kid that they've gotten can can grade out as a starting would, caliber. Would you, would you grade Preston Zinter as a Viper in that regard then? Or are you saying that? Mike or Will. Mike or Will. Yeah, Mike or Will. I mean, That's if fair. J.D. Bertrand can play Will, Preston Zinter can play Will. Is how I look at it, right? Hundred percent. Uh, now, again, varying levels of Notre Dame caliber starter, right? There's the Drew White kind, and then there's the you know Jeremiah Usukora, Moen, and everything in between. So they're not all the same guy, but they all grade out as starting caliber players at two spots. Mike will, except for Junior, he's the only one that I would say wouldn't. Uh, sure. He's a Mike. I mean, he's a he's a Mike. Josh Burnham was a, a Mike Will Viper. He was three. Jalen Snead Crazy. is a Mike Will. And Drake Bowen and, jo- and Josh Burnham are the, the two that I, I felt most comfortable grading out as three spots. But J- uh, Drake's the only one whose three spots are linebacker. There was always a chance, and I, I hoped it wouldn't have happened so quickly, but there was always a chance that Josh Burnham was going to outgrow Mike linebacker because he's so long. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, outgrow linebacker, not just Mike linebacker. And, of course, that's kind of how it played out. Yep. So we'll see. Um We'll, we'll we'll have to see on that one. So anyway, Ryan, that's uh that's kind of a look at at Jaden and the fit and why Notre Dame is on him and a little bit of the backstory and the recruiting ranking. So now let's jump into some film and and we're gonna do this a couple different ways because uh, the way that his film is is kind of broken down. His he's got some sophomore film that I want to see because I want to track his kind of his two years, and then his uh, his junior year film is not like on huddle at least anyway is not um it's it's not like one highlight it's actually several right so we we're gonna have to kind of break that up uh in, in that regard as well so we're it's just gonna be a little bit different so we'll like have kind of be coming in and out with like one minute highlights on, on a few of these but mm-hmm. we can go ahead and get get started here with some film of Jaden Osbury from his this is his sophomore season and we're gonna let you guys see him you don't need to see us anymore number 20 so you'll see a film very instinctive guy somebody made a comment in the in the, in the chat and I, I think there's some merit to it he does play high yeah especially for a shorter guy i do want to see him learn to play high that's correctable i think the difference is i would not say i don't want him inside because of that i would just say it's something he needs to work on and you'll see too from the film he is uh, now here's something else that was interesting love the range there ryan let's get mm-hmm. back to that that's very rangy so I don't know how accurate this is, and, I, and I'm going to have to do some some asking around on this because I know he measured, you know, usually these kids when they come for official visits, they measure in. But uh, on three reported that at the future 50 this weekend, he measured in at 6'2", 215. If he's 6'2", 215, that means he hit a growth spurt. 
For sure. Yeah. I, w- I would have guessed he I would have guessed he would be closer to six foot than six two to be honest right. with you. Right. And on film, that's what he looks like. And and yeah. I've always kind of the six one, two oh five is kind of where you saw him. You see the really nimble feet, the really easy change of direction, goes low. And that's the thing is he he plays high because his technique is there. He can go low with ease. Look how he dips his dips down and just explodes to this ball carrier right here. That's mm-hmm. a kid that knows how to go low. He just has to. The the big thing is he's going to have to get a lot stronger, which is another reason I think Rover is the spot where he's going to start off. You see him coming off, coming off. Look at that instinct. Look at the explosiveness. He kind of finds that hole and just explodes through it. This kid can really run and close. Closing speed right there, too. Oh, yeah. Finish off the play. Right. He's got to finish off the play better because against a a power five quarterback, this is probably not a sack. He probably shrugs you off. Yep. Yeah. You got to, you got to close on that. But the disruption is the, is the key. But he's very nimble. He's just undersized. Again, this is sophomore film for those watching, but he's very instinctive, Ryan. And that's the thing, you know, you you, you use the word eyes. I use the word, you know, just kind of instinct, decision-making. I mean, whatever you want to use it. The fact is this kid, this kid is very decisive. He makes quick reads. He can diagnose incredibly well, in my opinion. Uh, and he gets the ball in a hurry. I mean, in a yeah. hurry. He is around the football a lot. Well, I'm very, I'm very critical of linebacker play because that's the one that I played. So I, I'm very, I, I, I like, I, there's things that I look for clearly in linebacker play and, and Jane has all those things. I mean, you talk about range a little bit, but so your first step when you're a linebacker is your trigger step. And he has a really nice trigger to, to kind of find the action. And the one thing I love Brian is when he sees something he's going, man, like right. he is shot out of a cannon. There's not. There's not bad – like guys with bad eyes will kind of stick in their trigger and then it will take them a second to kind of diagnose and then explode. He's like an instantaneous player. Like he sees it, he trusts right. it, he flows to it. Well, this play right here I think is an example. This is a sophomore film. I would say he is a, a half a second late reacting to this, but yep. he sees it, right? The And what's going on here is, is the backfield action is trying to take him one direction, right? And certain keys are taking him one direction, but he's, but if you see these other pulling linemen, he's like, okay, they're trying to make me go this way, but he reads it, he sees it. And I'd say once he sees it, he's then like, it's just a split second late getting out there. But then that, then that speed that it just closed in the football gets there and yeah. he's really able to take off and, and, and get to the football and really in a hurry. And again, reminded this is sophomore film. We'll pull pull up some of his junior film here in a second. Really easy has, cover guy, and he has because people will look at the size a little bit and they'll say, "But you know, does he have power and physicality?" And the mm-hmm. answer is yes, mm-hmm. because he has he creates so much explosiveness in such short spaces that he just creates so mm-hmm. much momentum, man. And he, you'll see yeah. him. He delivers a lot of big shots in the open field, like yeah. that one, for instance, especially as a junior. And and there's not a ton of great film. There's a couple good. Uh, there's a couple good films on YouTube where you can watch the whole game. We won't watch though. We don't do. That's just a hard thing to do in this kind of format. Highlights are better for this kind of format. Yeah. You know, but but if you watch some of the game stuff, I mean, you, you he can strike. And again, he's still undersized. He's going to have to fill out and get bigger, and you know, like be more violent with his hands. That's the one thing I will say that that he. I'd say the area he needs to improve the most. He's got really fast hands. Mm-hmm. In the film I've seen, he's got to get more violent with him. Like you know, he tries to kind of use his speed and athleticism and instincts and all that. He's going to have to get a little bit more violent with his hands when it comes to block destruction. I agree That's with that. I, I think yeah. block destruction, just in general, because yeah. I think one thing Brian is, I would say that I think his length is a little 
average, maybe even mm-hmm. be- slightly below average. So he's a guy that, you know, to gain that extension, you're going to have to have a, a physical style as far mm-hmm. as your ability to take on blocks and then to, to be able to shed blocks too, right? Yeah. So I think that's a big thing. I do like his arm length. I, I, I think his, I don't think he's really broad uh, and he's obviously not tall, but I, I do like his arm length, especially when you see, when we get to his junior film, you'll see it's taken up a, 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 a notch a little bit, but the, 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 he can run. But the point is, even at, even if I'm right on the length, Ryan, he's still six one. Yep. You know, he's still good. I mean, when he fills out, he's going to be what two twenty five. Oh, he's sure. always going to be an undersized guy if he moves inside. He's he, the point is the leverage and then being more violent with his hands is going to be a very very important thing. Yeah. Because you're not going to have him just anchoring, taking on you know second level guards. <laughs> you know, you're always going to want him to get off those blocks you know it's like it's not like a three four defense where your job is to crash the guard you know i mean you're going to want him getting off that's how marcus freeman's defense is i would imagine how al golden's is you you have a responsibility but your responsibility is get to the ball not eat up blockers you know and that's that's what you're going to see from him oh i love a special teams highlight blocking yeah. too it's big yeah. time <laughs> his brother austin's i think played a lot of corner for them he's a good player he was more of a safety I love number 20 for a linebacker. I don't know why. Just looks <laughs> fantastic to me. Is that what you wore? No, no. That, that was what Pete Warner wore, though. Gotcha. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I know you're very high on Pete Warner. Understandably I so. I love Pete, man. Love Pete. It's like, like that's that's good block destruction technique, but it's not real violent. You know, yeah. like the shed is passive. Good. I'd yeah. say the shed is good. The stack isn't, right? And that's, that's where he's going to have to get better at. Someone asked, Brian, I mean, so he's playing at University Lab, and someone asked about the competition level. They play good teams in Louisiana, do they not? I believe so, but I don't know yeah. enough about Louisiana recruiting to know an answer. But, yeah, they usually play pretty good competition. Yeah. I love how that's always, like, the first question people ask, and it's, like, one of the things I least care about. True. For this type of for this type of evaluation. There's other aspects where I where I, I care, but not not for that particular one. So that's sophomore film, Ryan. And and mm-hmm. again, you see a kid that can run. You see a kid that's instinctive. You see a kid that is willing to hit. And, you know, a kid that flies to the football. And the athleticism thing really, really stands out to me. I'm going to pull up the his next game film here. This is – well, not game film. It's game cut-ups because his, uh, his junior year stuff was, as I said, there was no, like, one highlight tape that they put together. It was all – it was all just games. like individual games. So we'll, we'll yeah. pull some of that and show that here. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Same. There was part of the year, if I remember correctly, he had a he had a cast on his hand as well. 
So like, this is a fast trigger right here. Got right. downhill quick, avoided the block. He is right here for those who, because I had a, first time I watched it, I had a hard time with that too. He's right here. You see the instincts sift through the trash, man. Sift through the trash. Which is a, I mean, it's a underrated skill, man. It is not mm-hmm. an easy thing to always sort through traffic. Yeah. So this is an interesting play. Again, he's backside here. This may not be what he's trying to show, but look Look at when he comes up. Look how quickly, Ryan, he plants and gets vertical. Look how loose that is. Or he plants and gets backwards and drops into coverage. That, that's a very that's a very kind of twitchy type of movement there, in my opinion. Yep. That's to your conversation about being a fluid, smooth kid. Like, mm-hmm. that's it right there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like their uniforms, too, by the way. Yep. Like stays line his feet. That's that's a, see. I like this. This is what you. This is that. When we saw when you guys when we, you hear us talk about lateral quickness, this is this is an example, right, Ryan? Yep. His ability to kind of work laterally, plant your feet, work, move, you know, explode, but that change, change of direction. Yeah, there yep. you go. There you go. And that's what we're, that's what we're looking for. And that's what I kind of like want to start doing more of in these shows, Ryan. Is kind of pointing out terms that we'll use a lot when we see examples of it, so mm-hmm. people can visualize it. This is a nice downhill blitz. Nice yeah, little run stunt run here. Yeah, yep. run blitz. Yeah, yep. it's got to go lower. He doesn't explode his. I think this kind of got on him a little quicker than he expected because mm-hmm. he normally does a pretty good job of dipping and ripping through through contact. But it, I think this just got on him pretty. I, quick. I don't. I don't think his angle is great here either. He no. looks like he kind of hits his upfield shoulder. You kind of want him right. working a little more inside out on that back right. hip, which but. can happen when you're run stunting. You know, because sure. a run stunt's different. You're not reading per se. You have a job. You are attacking B gap. And so, uh, but yeah, he's going to have to kind of see that and just get a little bit lowered, arrive with a little bit more force. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's, that's that game. Get to the next one. Again, this is, this is junior film from Jaden Osbury, who, as everyone knows, is I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jaden Osbury. And there are a lot of things about him too, Ryan, that, that make him such a great fit for Notre Dame. It's not just the football stuff. I mean, this is a great student. I mean, like, like Sean Davis, I, I was, we were kind of talking about him on Saturday, and, and the thing I said to sh- that I kind of joked with Sean about is like, you never talk about Jaden Osbury, the football player, because he only ever wants to talk about Jaden Osbury, the leader, the captain, all that other kind of stuff. See, this is like saying, right? I actually, I do kind of like his length. I do think he's got some long, look, long This arm. is junior film, right? This is junior yeah, film, yeah. He looks a little lengthier here to me yeah, than he did. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, expected. wait till we see his junior film, right? Like, I just, it looked like he got a little bit more something to him there. Yep. Oh, and and I, I will say this also. I know I'm working a lot on the aesthetics right here, but mm-hmm. the white long sleeves as a linebacker is yeah. always a uh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. That was a Ryan Roberts original. Mm-hmm. You can see the foot quickness here. Again, I, there are times when he needs to he needs to get a little bit better at just really using his hips to explode through contact. He does it. He just doesn't always do it. Mm-hmm. But you see the violence though. I mean, it's like this back, just like okay, you have no this back wanted no part of that action. No, and, and he and like you said, he came in. He his level was a little high too. He came in mm-hmm. high, and the running back still had no shot, <laughs> no shot. Right, right, right. All skills helps when a quarterback throws it right to you, but yeah, but he, he gets in the track. And there's some like you don't see him getting in coverage much on film, and that's where you kind of got to rely on some of the seven on seven stuff. Sure. And and there's some decent film that I've seen in the past of him in in seven on seven or one on ones at different camps where you like you really see him flip his hips and 
do different things. And the thing is, like, what do you see on other clips, right? Change of direction, loose hips, nimble feet, and he can run. Well, even that clip, Ryan, in the beginning, you're, 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 he doesn't even move much, but you can just see the looseness. Like, you can just right. see how how bounce, how springy he is, right. you know, with his steps. There's no wasted movement. Like, Mm-mm. there's just that's good foot, that's good foot quickness. Even though he doesn't move that far, he like, never flat foots. He never flat foots, and and I and I like that because that's a tendency for a lot of guys. Is they'll kind of get in that, yep, on the that aspect where they'll yeah. get on their heels. Or, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. Closing speed's fantastic, though. It's yep. fantastic. Yep. All right. Let's get to some which, more. Which is couple. so important because I feel like we talk about a lot of guys where they have trouble finishing, right? Like mm-hmm. finishing sacks, finishing tackles for loss. Well, that was a big and, issue for Notre Dame this year. Yeah. 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 And, and usually it comes back to like if you're talking about like maybe a Drew White who was a good football player but like didn't have great arm length, right? Like he didn't mm-hmm. have a, a big tackle radius. So you need to be able to have whether it is – outstanding foot quickness or it's a large tackle radius you need to have the ability to finish and one thing that i think that translates easy for osbury is he's got some exceptional exceptional closing speed on mm-hmm. like right there mm-hmm. <laughs> another run run blitz or well it ends up being a pass but and he actually he actually has to kind of dip to his right a little bit to get to the hole like where he's initially his first two steps are not going where uh, he thinks it's going to go. He quickly dips and rip, or dips and works into a different angle, and then still gets through. That's that mm-hmm. instinct. That's a that's another example right here. His initial pat track is closed, so he quickly cuts in and finds another hole and gets to the quarterback. And it it it, it can be tough sometimes to kind of distinguish what his coverage skills are because coverage does is a lot about feel right but i mean mm-hmm. if i'm a high school coach why am i not blitzing this kid as much as possible right <laughs> you know like right just, that's the name of the game yeah and, and you'll see it in some game film and and in game film they don't let him he doesn't play a lot of man but what you can see in some of the game film i've seen is he does a, he, he really gets good depth in zone coverages like he can really open up and run which mm-hmm. shouldn't be surprising you know based on on what we know of him but yeah he uh that's going to be a part of his game that's going to have to obviously continue continue improving. Now I think this is definitely one of the ones where you can definitely see the cast on his hand. Yep. I believe this is the one. Nope, this isn't. Yeah, it is. Here he is on the edge right there with his hand in a big old cast. Mm-hmm. Yep, there he is. Because he's the on club. the edge. Yeah, he's on the edge in this one. I feel bad for some of these kids he's playing, man. Mm-hmm. This is – yeah. It's a little disrespectful. <laughs> That's a really nice downhill burst right there. Yep. And like you said, his level's still high, man. Imagine yeah. when he's able to kind of play it at like a little mm-hmm. more bend at the hips. Like it's going to be really, really good. Yep. Cause it's not an, a lack of athleticism. It's technique's not where it needs to be. Exactly. Like you see him change direction and you're like, there's no flexibility issues there. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. it's literally just a level issue. Yep. So we'll get one more of Jaden Osbury, Ryan, and then we will we'll kind of wrap that up and dive into our mailbag. So if you all have some questions, feel free to throw them in here. We'll definitely get to those. Yep. Uh, and I've been, answer I've been, those questions. I've been starring a few as mm-hmm. we've been as we've been watching. So if you want to keep throwing in questions, please do. All right. Last one from his junior year. And we will pull this up and watch these last few clips and then we'll get rocking and rolling. But yeah, Marcus Freeman has definitely changed uh, linebacker recruiting uh, at Notre Dame since he's arrived. Here we go. Sorry about that, everybody. There we go. 
Yeah, if they if they can if they develop linebacker properly, this is about to be this linebacker is, year. This is one of the few <laughs> cl- coverage clips, Ryan. You're going to see him come downhill and then flip his hips and open and run when this guy turns and goes up. This is a smart job by the back. Okay, the quarterback's running. You you know short uh, guys that are up front. You go deep. Guys that are deep, you come up right, and that's what the back mm-hmm. does. And Jaden sees it. He does a nice job playing. He's got see what he's trying to do here. And that's what I like, right? He's trying to bait this quarterback into throwing this ball. Yep. Right. He's going to, because he's running, he's running on top of the guy. And when you run on top of the guy, it's because you're going to allow yourself to close downhill if that ball gets thrown and step in front of it. Whereas if you try to come to level initially, that's how the ball gets out in front of you or the guy turns, flip turns up and then he outruns you. Mm-hmm. And he does a really nice job here. Really nice job in coverage there. Now he's just so smooth, man. Mm-hmm. He's just so like instinctive and smooth. And he's right. a violent player. I mean, when you have right. all three of those things, then you're in good shape. Hmm. Yep. But yeah, I wish he was a little bit taller. <clears throat> sure. Sure. But that's all right, though. It's it, e- that's even becoming less of an issue at line. I know people always talk about that with quarterbacks, but if you look at some of the linebackers that are getting drafted mm-hmm. in the first round now, I mean, you're talking about guys like Devin White, who was six foot, Devin mm-hmm. Bush, who was five eleven. Right. Height is becoming less and less of an right. issue on the second level as well. Devin Bush is a really intriguing comparison for me for Jaden Osbury. They're a little different. I think Devin was a little thicker at the at a younger age. Jaden's a little bit taller. I think Jaden is a little bit more smooth. Devin, I think, at, in high school, is a little bit a little touch more just explosive. Line, you know, yeah, yeah. Right. But but in a lot of ways, there's a lot of things to compare between the two as far as like potential roles. The difference I would say is I think Jaden has more in outside in flexibility where Devin Bush was built like a an outside guy, but he was an inside linebacker. I mean, he was always was an inside linebacker. So that's uh, so that's Jaden Osbury, everybody. So that now I think you guys start to see a little taste of why I'm very high on that kid. So, um, yeah, very, very, very high on him. A very talented player and, and a guy that we feel Notre Dame is in a good position for as where things stand right now. So he would be yet another uh, big pickup for Notre Dame if they can get it done. And as we've been saying for last month, uh, I did a hot board update last Monday where I said, you know, ours, if we, if I, you know, if I, based on what we are hearing, we think that it, you know, could happen. And now you're starting to hear other people reporting what we reported a week ago. Uh, so it, it just adds to the momentum that Notre Dame is, is building in this one. Can, can I send a quick shout out to the staff real quick as well? When I, when I talked to Jaden a couple months ago, he told me, cause I think this is really the first visit was really where everything started ramping up a little bit. And I remember when he left that visit, he said it was almost word for word. And I put it in an article at that point or on a, on a post on the message board. He said that the atmosphere and energy around the program was completely different than mm-hmm. when he was there last with the previous staff, so which was game, he can't, did he come for a game? I believe so. I believe. It was and and then he was visit, also on yeah. campus last summer for a yep. visit. So yep. yes. Um, yeah, you, you Ryan, you've told me that a lot. You've heard that a lot from kids. They're like, man, this is just a different sure. energy. Yep. You know, people ask, why are they recruiting so well? It's like, is it just because of Mar- yeah, it's just because of Marcus Freeman, but it's not like Marcus Freeman's walking in putting voodoo charms on people and they're getting them into class. I mean, it's it's the it's the whole encompassing change of the program, right, Ryan? Like this is what Ryan's saying. It's it's obviously the work ethic is there. And, and how many times have you guys written about when Ryan I mean, read about any story that Ryan writes on the kid? 
it's I talk to Coach Freeman. I talk to Coach whoever the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator is. I talk to the position coach. Sometimes they'll talk to a, a guy that just happens to be from their region. Like, why is Chancey Stuckey talking to that guy? Oh, they're from the you know same similar hometown or whatever. Yeah, this staff does a great job. They work really well together. Uh, and, and Ryan, like you said, Coach Freeman has created an energy. It, it, you know, the competition, all those type of things. It, he's brought in people that are fired up to be there and i think that embracing notre dame is really the biggest thing and i think that's where a lot of that energy comes from that you're talking about yeah no i think it, i think it's contagious to the staff to people that are covering the this covering notre dame to people that are just you know casual fans to to recruits i think all over marcus freeman's energy is really contagious so mm-hmm. and that's a big part of why notre dame has the number one ranked class in 2023 and 2024, because as I said before, they are ranked higher. They are ranked number one on the on three uh, uh, team rankings. They're ranked number uh, one on the 247 rankings, not composite, but 247. Tied for number one on Rivals and are still number one on ESPN. And of course, they have their number one on 224, 2024, but it's early yet. I mean, that's. You know, there's a long way to go on that one. But again, they're off to a great start. They're off to a better start than they were last year. Uh, and, and of course, they're going to continue to grow and grow and grow. So we'll see how that plays out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.